Hey everybody, thanks for joining us again on Code Chat. I'm Jeremy. I'm joined again by Matt Pagusaki. And this How's time, last time we talked about RxJS. That was yep. exciting. If you didn't catch it, go back and look for it. Yep. But this time, we're going to be talking about Tali. And yep. I don't do this often, but it's fun sometimes. <laughs> I know nothing about the subject of today's Code Chat. Yep. I, I, I know how to pronounce the name. Yes. It's pronounced Tali. Yep. It has something to do with the mobile devices, but yep. just just uh, bring us in. What's okay. what's going on with this? All right. So so Tali is is an interesting word. Uh, it's it comes from Indian and uh, Nepal, uh, and it's basically it's a it's a plate, uh, especially a plate that serves multiple kinds of dishes, dishes whether it's sweets, uh, sour, astringent, uh, spicy, etc. And what we like to think of it is kind of a platform for building uh, for building things. In in so much so what we what we're actually do, trying to do here is create the uh, the mobile web, uh, the the peer web directly on your devices, and so it serves any number of purposes. Uh, obviously, for uh, areas when you have absolutely no internet connection at all, uh, you can still c talk to your friends. I know I've been to many conferences where the the Wi-Fi is absolutely it's saturated. It's terrible, yeah. Uh, and uh, the Wi-Fi is sa saturated. I can't get any signal. And oh yeah, I'm in a foreign country, so I really don't want to use my data plan yeah, either. Right. How do I communicate with my friends? Well, the good news is, you know, you already have one of these radios that happens to be in your pocket. It happens to be a phone. And these phones uh, that we have nowadays are pretty powerful. And these, these phones are really powerful in the fact that maybe, you know, a server that you would have bought, say, 10 years ago is just as powerful as the phones right. that you can buy off the shelf today. Yeah, right. They've got the same Sometimes storage. Sometimes for 30 or 50 bucks. <laughs> yeah, they've got the same storage. <laughs> Uh, but not only that, but they have these communication mechanisms built into it with Wi-Fi and, and Bluetooth and so forth. So really, we wanted to uh, to explore this area of what we would call the peer web, the idea that we can start to share information with one another without having the internet presence. And that's that's good for a number of reasons. Uh, it's it's good for you know sharing things with your friends. I'm at a concert, you know, I have no way of finding you. Uh, we're somewhere in close proximity, um, and I want to know where you are. Those kinds of things. What uh, about but you're on a road trip with your family, and yeah. you're in the middle of Kansas or something? Yeah, you're in the middle of Kansas. Yeah. You've got nothing. Uh, yeah, I want to share a picture. I want to share a mm -hmm. video. I want to share all of those sorts of things, and I've got no connectivity at all. How do you do that? Um, and it also comes down to if I'm in a, if I'm in a foreign country, either I don't have a data plan or just the the information uh, the uh, the information networks of of the internet and cell phones just aren't available mm -hmm. to people. Should they have the same access to to information, the same access to uh, communication that everybody else has? And I would like to say, of course, of course they do. And so how do you provide something like that? Well, you provide that through, uh, through turning their phone into a server. So to just briefly show you exactly what I mean by that, 
we have a we have an app called the postcard app and the postcard app is just the basic idea where we can just start to send messages back and forth so uh, Jeremy has this fine Nexus uh, uh, 9 tablet and I have this Nexus 6 phone so I can go ahead and say and f type from here I can say hello Jeremy and I can enter in my uh, uh, that and suddenly it shows up on his uh, on his uh, device right now. Now is that a trick? No, it wasn't. We're not at all. connected to Wi-Fi right now. I can I, I can confirm not, you are yes, not connected. I am not on a Wi-Fi, and nor do any of these devices have SIM cards. In them. <laughs> okay. So there is no possible way that they could have done anything. Uh, uh, you know, no parlor tricks or anything like that. He couldn't have known that I was going to say hello, Jeremy, ahead of time. And just as well, he can send me a message as well. And sh sure enough, he did. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> so how do we do this? I mean, how do we kind of build these kind of apps? And since we took the, the angle of, of being that uh, we, we really want to, uh, you know, want to work on phones and make them a server, well, we, we just decided that, okay, we've got a number of things such as, you know, we were like, hmm, what kind of language and what kind of, of things should we use? Well, we decided, hey, Node is a wonderful thing. It runs everywhere-ish, <laughs> uh, either well, or either good or not so good, uh, but it runs. Mm -hmm. And so what we want to do is we want to be able to write it in JavaScript so that other people who come along later can also write their apps in JavaScript and deploy them directly to their devices. I mean, every device, whether it's a phone, whether it's your desktop, uh, and, uh, and so forth. Obviously, right now, we're, we're, we've got the, the easy story of, of uh, mobile here. But Node itself is, is kind of tied directly to V8 and tied directly to you know, Mac, Linux, uh, you know, Windows, and so forth. Uh, so we wanted to find a way to kind of break out and be able to put it on just about any device. And so we partnered with uh, Nubisa, uh, and Nubisa has a product called JX Core, uh, where it d uh, they can swap out the engine, uh, the runtime engine, so it can work on on iOS and Android. And so much so that today, uh, thanks to Nubisa, you can write these kinds of apps today directly f and ship them directly on on the uh, Google Play and uh, iTunes today S writing all in node using all the node modules you know and love and that's really cool to us so we were like okay so now that we've got this basis in node we've got a uh, we want to have an idea of how we store and replicate data Mm -hmm. Well, to do that, we were uh, very much enamored with the idea of CouchDB. So CouchDB is a uh, technology built on Erlang where it's very much, um, replication is very much at its core. Mm -hmm. uh, so it has a, a number of things where we can do live replications between devices and so forth. So that was, the, that was an idea, is having the, uh, the replication happening between these two devices uh, very easily using Node and then using uh, this this CouchDB. So, right, well, CouchDB itself doesn't run, but Pouch, a local version, absolutely does. Hmm. So PouchDB can go over WebSockets, it can go over HTTP, it can go over whatever we want it to in terms of how it replicates from one device to another. It can do replication over WebSockets, is that? Correct. Wow. Yeah. So it can do replication pretty much over any uh, transport mechanism. 
But you know, for, for these particular devices here, well, that's, that's not all that great because these aren't really web sockets. Mm -hmm. These are radios. Uh, so what we had to do is we had to write some uh, low-level stuff where we could communicate directly with the, the Wi-Fi and Bluetooth infrastructure built into the phones so that we can open a channel to the next phone and then multiplex the data so we can take multiple streams, shove it into one, and then on the other side, un, uh, you know, unbox them or uh, demultiplex de it on the other side and rehydrate. And as you saw, it was really, really fast in mm -hmm. order for me to send that message to you. What about the discovery? Was there a point in time that you had to tell this device, <laughs> allow this other device to communicate directly with me? Yep, absolutely. That is, uh, that is also one of the, the key points is, is discovery is, is, is huge here. And so each platform that we've worked with does discovery slightly differently. Uh, for example, here on, uh, on Android, what we use right now is we use uh, Wi-Fi Direct and we basically advertise a string and says, hey, by the way, do, do, do you speak this? I uh, you know, do you speak this kind of application? And okay. oh, by the way, here's my radio ID if you want to you know, start talking to me. The other device picks it up and goes, aha, okay, now I can start talking to you. Does it always use Wi-Fi or can it use Bluetooth as well? Uh, we are, uh, we're an investigating on whether we can use Bluetooth low energy, basically. I to see. Do, That'd be wonderful. Uh, to do the same thing. Uh, in terms of iOS, we actually use uh, B, uh, Bluetooth for discovery purposes, mm. and we use the Wi-Fi connectivity framework to send data back and forth uh, between them. So each of those platforms do it slightly differently, but the idea is still the same, is that your devices can replicate to each other. They can, uh, they can send any number of uh, pieces of data, whether it's video, chats, uh, pictures, and so forth. Uh, and really, kind of try and change, uh, try and try and change the way we think about uh, our our cell phones and and the peer web itself, and the fact that we can create this all of this content that we're sharing back and forth, and no third party owns it. Sure. You know, no Facebooks, Twitters, and so forth yeah. owns it. We own it, and we can share it back and forth with now, one another. Now, what about the concept of one person having, for whatever reason, having a connection to the cloud, mm -hmm. and then everybody else sharing that connection via a network like this? Absolutely. That, yeah. Yep. That is that is also very much uh, very much a use case in the fact that. Uh, say, for example, we're on, on a factory floor, for example, where Wi-Fi connectivity is poor. Mm -hmm. uh, we could be, uh, I could be sitting there doing some diagnostics on a machine and realize, oh, there's something wrong, I'll send it to you, and then you happen to be connected to the clouds. Well, that's great because now we can write a uh, part of our application that actually syncs, syncs all of the data, yeah. the local data, then directly with the cloud. But it's the idea is that I communicated with you when I had exactly. no internet exactly. at all. A mesh network. Yes. Wonderful. So now, I, would I be right in assuming that Tali then is a framework that allows, that basically makes it easier for me to create an application like this? Absolutely. It's, it's basically a number of these kinds of things. Kind of the, the idea right now, it's a Cordova plugin because uh, we felt it was very easy for, for deployment purposes, but it's not necessarily tied to yeah. Cordova at all. What it is, is yeah, is exactly that, is this framework where you can start to build your own apps uh, that synchronize with one another. We, you can either you know, use the, uh, the PouchDB replication that we kind of give you, or you can just write directly to the raw socket if you, if you absolutely mm. feel like it gotcha. uh, between these two machines. 
and we're adding in you know extra security such as um, you know for um, uh, for you know TLS between uh, between devices make sure that you know nobody sure. can intercept sure. uh, what you're doing uh, in that uh, well makes it more secure anyways uh, <laughs> uh, and and things like access control lists so it only synchronizes with certain people uh, and that's further on down the line than from where we are today uh, but What's great is the fact that we've worked with, uh, for example, Rockwell Automation, which is a huge uh, partner of Microsoft, to, uh, uh, to come up with uh, Project Stanton, which is kind of their next generation of mobility. So the idea that people are no longer uh, tied to their uh, uh, to, uh, laptops or, or what have you, they can use their phone to be able to go on onto the factory floor to be able to uh, capture imagery, <laughs> capture any number of things directly, and then synchronize with one another, uh, and basically build their entire uh, mobility strategy directly around this whole idea of your phone, your device is you know is really yeah. how you get your work done. Yeah. I know I have an idea for an app that, where I had to say at the beginning, okay, in order for this to work, yeah. we're going to have to assume that you have your location, yeah. and we're also going to have to assume that you have internet connectivity. And what right. that did was it narrowed down right. the available cases where a person would be willing to download this app and use it, because yeah. you know, it just wouldn't work everywhere. Yeah. But I feel like as these systems get smarter, and as we get smarter, and yeah. as we iterate, and maybe as the software and hardware platforms kind of commoditize and level out a little yeah. bit. Um, I, I've always wondered when peer networking would become yeah. more of a thing, and it sounds like yeah. it is. Yeah, it, it absolutely is, and it has a number of you know social ramifications too. Because you know, as as you have your cell phone out uh, on a daily basis, it's emitting what? It's emitting your phone number, your uh, your equipment ID, your subscriber number, your Bluetooth <laughs> MAC address, your Wi-Fi yeah. MAC address. All of those sorts of things are you know identifiable to you. But if you start to deal with, you know, with peer, uh, peer networking, well, then does that open up a whole other can of worms in terms of, of making people more identifiable than they already were? Mm -hmm. So there's a lot of security considerations that you have to make, uh, privacy considerations that you have to make, and so forth. Because as we start to get into the peer web, you have to worry about, you know, Hara uh, you know, online harassers and so forth. Uh, you know, can they c continue to harass you, and there's no way for you to shut them out? Well, you have to think about those kinds of things. But it seems to me that it just adds an option, and possibly it adds an option that allows us to be more secure, where I don't have to go up to the public exactly. internet. But again, if I'm on a family trip, yep. and there are scenarios where the family's going to play a game in the car yep. on a road trip, except for dad, he's driving, Yes. <laughs> then we, yeah. we don't have to talk to the public cloud. We can just talk to each other, because it makes That's sense. Correct. That's correct. And, and what's nice is the fact that you can ship those apps directly into, uh, into the app stores mm -hmm. and, and of, of your particular thing. And we're working, uh, obviously, on UWP when it's uh, when it's available, Nubisa is actually working on getting uh, Node and, and UWP to work together, uh, which will be fantastic for, for Windows developers to be yeah, able right. to also uh, right. write Node apps. Uh, but yeah, absolutely. You download this app, you share it with your, uh, 
you, you share it with uh, with only a certain number of people, and yeah, you can really do some amazing stuff with it. Yeah, and not only that, but you know, for humanitarian purposes also, you could you know think about this in disaster relief when there's no cell network available or anything like that. You still have connectivity, and you know, making sure that you can still connect to your loved ones as well as the first responders themselves. Now, let me ask you this: Does Tolly use RX? It does not right now. <laughs> uh, no, it's it, right now. It's it's uh, we're under. Uh, we are very focused on the very low level stuff. Mm -hmm. But uh, but yes, it is our <laughs> it is our, our <laughs> intent at some point to get RX absolutely in there. I can imagine with streams of data, you know, uh, flowing from device to device, that would be uh, absolutely. Especially yeah. as we start to to mature. Uh, the framework, we, we think that it's, uh, th that yes, it has a lot of possibility there. Uh, but I really do think that since our phones are server capable, uh, we really do have a, uh, a really a huge opportunity to, to, to change how we think about the internet, to change how we think about mm -mm. even the peer network, and change how we think about our devices. Because largely, who are you without your phone? <laughs> do you feel naked? Of course you do. <laughs> So these things are becoming very, very personal to everybody, but now you've, you've actually leveraged it even more for the Internet of Things, whether it can control your house, can control any number of things. So it's even a more personal device than it I've, ever has been before. I've heard that the difference between leaving your phone at home and leaving your wallet at home is that you'll turn around and go home if you forgot your phone. <laughs> this is very true because now with all the, the payment systems That's and everything right. and loyalty cards and so forth, you don't need You can a get through the day without the wallet. A except for the fact that if a, car, if a cop pulls you over and asks for your ID. <laughs> and you hand them your phone. And you hand them your phone. That's, <laughs> that's not quite... Uh, not cool yet. Not cool yet, although maybe your insurance card will be on there. Yeah, but, there you uh, go. Now, what's the state of Tali as a project? If I, I, what I want to do is, yeah. I want to tell beginning and student developers. Yeah. I always tell you guys, um, one of the best ways to learn is to get involved in a project. Is mm -hmm. Tali one of these projects where a, a, a developer can come get involved Absolutely. and see what's going on with it, yeah. and then and then figure out how they can make some contributions? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, as as we state right here, it's an experimental platform because you know it it is an idea that nobody is really done to this level before. So we have no idea how well yeah, it's, right. it's going to go in the long run, but we, we've gotten some short successes. We've worked with some very big companies to, to, to make sure this happens. Uh, but long term, it's all open source. Everyone can go and contribute today. We have uh, a, a, an open mailing list. Everything uh, is, is here on, on the website in terms of how you can get involved, as well as just uh, dealing um, you know, in terms of uh, the contribution guide, uh, any number of things, as well as our stories of, of what's our roadmap look like. Yeah, we have right. all of that right going? here in terms of what we're trying to do. And, we're, and we even cross off what we've already finished. Excellent. Uh, so it's all of those kinds <coughs> of things. Is, is it's, very, very, uh, <coughs> it's, it's very apparent in terms of what we're trying to do. Uh, you can, uh, you, anyone can come in, uh, dig in. Uh, we've got all these open issues. It's, it's really kind of a, f a fun project. It's, uh, it's also a very interesting project in the fact that you know you when you're dealing with uh, with a mobile environment you live and die by cont 
continuous integration. Mm, you know, the idea right. that I can take these two devices, not only these two devices, but say seven other Android devices and say eight iOS devices, and will they continuously run the, the software that we put on there and spit out the same results time and time again? Because obviously when you're dealing with, with, with things that aren't core necessarily to the phone, but more more along the lines of the the hardware itself, the uh, the, the the Bluetooth and, and the Wi-Fi, you need to make sure it's rock solid. Right. And so we do ha we partnered with Nubisa again uh, to build this kind of a it's a, a big uh, big shelf of nothing but phones all connected into mm. this uh, this environment. So to really make sure that it is rock solid, so every time someone does a pull request, it goes through and makes sure all of our tests, uh, not only just regular uh, integration tests, but also our performance tests, making sure we're not really slow yeah. uh, to do all of this sort of stuff. So absolutely, there are plenty of ways to get involved. The mailing list is also a great way, and, uh, and our, our Twitter uh, as well to, for people to, to get involved. Wonderful. Okay. Well, I highly encourage you guys to do that. To go, what's the website here? Tallyproject.org. Yep. yep. Tallyproject.org. Yep. And uh, come up to speed on it and figure out how you can get involved. It is an exciting project, and whenever there's a nascent project like this, there's usually a lot of opportunity for you to shoot. Just even go write some tests, you Absol know, and help absolutely. help flesh out the test framework. I know that project uh, organizers are are usually dying to have people help them. Oh, absolutely. Flesh out some tests. Absolutely. So, Matt, thank you so much for coming on and talking to us about the Tolly Project. All right. Thank you. And, uh, and last, last week, talking to us about RX. That's yep. great. Yep. So uh, thank you very much. And thank you guys for joining us on Code Chat. We will see you next time. Thank you.